Morning. This is Martin John, and this is the is this your daily Dow of the day? <laughs> I am ready to take your numbers, and we can start digging into the Dow. Yesterday, I had an experience late in the day with a wonderful friend of mine, someone you may know, uh, Andy Scarantino, who's on the uh, who's on this app as well. And she and I were talking about the Dow and, and she picked a wonderful Dow for her day. And I did as well. If you have a number between one and 81, you want to, you want to reach out to me with, uh, I would love to have a little conversation about how your day is going to align with the Dow. Um, the Dow translates, a lot of people say it translates to the way. Well, Dow translates to the way. Um, Dao De Ching translates to something like the canon of reason or the way of reason. And uh, one of the big things about the Tao is it's a, it's a reasonable way of living your life, right? It's understanding what is beyond the manifestation, right? The manifestation being the things that come up in your life. But what is beyond the manifestation is your, your depth, your understanding of yourself in a deep, deep way. And so what I want to present to this community every day is something that helped me throughout my my sobriety. So I have 20 years clean and sober, 21 in December, and I'm excited to celebrate that with you. And I may celebrate that um, in one way or another uh, uh, on my anniversary. So uh, keep an eye out for that. But uh, right now, what I am looking to do is have someone join me and give me a number between one and 81 so that I can share with you something that has meant so much in my own personal growth and something that I would love to have uh, just continue spreading because the Tao is a wonderful thing. We do have a guest coming on. Inma, how are you? Hi, I'm I'm really well and I'm loving your Tao, I have to say. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely. And did I pronounce your name correctly? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Wonderful. I just wanted to make sure that we were there. So where are you from? I hear a beautiful accent. I'm from Spain, although I've been living in the UK for a long time now. Well, I have to say I have family in Galicia and I want to make my way there um, to live uh, in the next couple of years. So nice. I am I am a fan of the Spanish countryside and that is where I want to die. So I want to oh. get there. And I am I am I am in love with Spain. Uh, my grandfather's from there. Um Oh. And, uh, and like I have Sargadelos and I have like, I have the Spanish blood and I love, um, nice. and, and I am, I am so in love, um, with, and, and, you know, my grandfather, uh, he came over here during, uh, you know, the, during the fifties, uh, so during yeah. the Frankistas and, 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 yeah. um, you know, so much of my family didn't get the opportunities that he did, but, mm. um, and, and they have new children and I want to be in their lives. Like oh. family, family to me and my understanding of family, even though I grew up in the United States, none of my family here yeah. um, understands family the way I understand family. And um, it's just making me cry because, oh. you know, my family in Spain have been so much closer than, than even, you know, like my mother and my sister. And I've only mm. known them for mm. a handful of years. 
handful of years because my grandfather, like whatever, we're not going to go into my history, but my grandfather left when my dad was two and mm. I found, and I found them about 10 years ago and, wow. and it was changed my life. Inma, wow. thank you wow. for bringing this up. <laughs> no, it's beautiful to hear your story, to hear, yeah, yeah? well, we will welcome you. Thank you. Thank so you um, I would love for you to pick a number from between one and 81 and we can talk about the Tao. So the number that feels alive within me now, right now is 27. 27. Oh, here we go. Oh, man, this is already poignant. <laughs> so a traveler has no fixed plans and is mm. not intent upon arriving. Mm. A good artist lets his intuition lead him wherever it wants. A good, mm. a good scientist has freed himself of the concepts and keeps his mind open to what is. Thus, the master is available to all people and doesn't reject anyone. He mm. is ready to use all situations and doesn't waste anything. This is called embodying the light. When a good man, what is a good man but a bad man's teacher? What is a bad man but a good man's job? If you don't understand this, you will get lost, however mm. intelligent you are. It mm. is the great secret. Mm. That's amazing. So I would love to go through this with you, um, mm -hmm. like, you know, step by step. Like, yeah. And this, this starts out so beautifully. One, like a good traveler has no fixed plans and is not intent upon arriving. And yeah. here we are, like you're from Spain and you moved to the UK. I'm talking about that. And it's like, I don't have, yeah. I don't, I don't have plans, but I have ideas that are going to unfold. Yeah. Yeah. And also I'm taking it as the, um, a traveler of our own inner journey as well. Oh, yes. Mm. Making sure that we don't, we don't, we don't, you know, so many people when we're doing that inner journey are like, I am going to be awakened, but it's like yeah. they realize they wake up to just another dream that they yeah. have to wake up from again. Right? Yes. And so as soon as you think about arriving somewhere, you lose yeah. that curiosity about what's next. Yeah, so important. Yeah. And I am an artist. I've been an artist forever. And so this next line mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. so beautiful where it says, an artist mm -hmm. lets his intuition lead him mm -hmm. wherever it wants. Are you an artist? Do you have a creative Yes. Oh. Yes, I'm, I'm an abstract painted as well oh yeah. my god yeah and i have to connect on social yeah. media other places yeah. because i would love to continue to 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 see what you do and to yeah. and you're an abstract painter and yeah you know when i was learning art painting abstractions taught me so much about painting reality yes, yes. like if you paint plain air painting if you paint landscapes you cannot paint abstract but if you paint mm. abstract you mm. can paint anything mm. yeah yeah and one of my teachers in the art to life academy he talks about intuition all the time how important it is to really connect with our intuition and then let it shine oh so yes. yeah I will, yeah, I would love to hear to see more of your work, and and I was thinking, I agree with you, and part of me feels that I don't know how to paint figurative things. So, yeah, well, but, other... but if you were 
tasked, if you had a draw to do that, I promise you that what mm. you know about how paint works, okay. you would be able to, you know, like... Yes, yeah, I know what you mean now. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know more about paint because yeah. of how you work than someone mm. who only paints real things, like things they mm. can see, because mm -hmm. you can see deeper into that intuition. Mm, now I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. A good yeah. scientist has freed himself of concepts and keeps his mind open to what is. And mm, that made me almost cry as well because I'm a social scientist on my oh. part-time job. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and so it, it, having to remember that because in my institution they are so concerned about high-profile publications that sometimes we forget that and yeah. sometimes we just let the pressure of what we are supposed to do to take away the kind of, yeah, the freedom of, of really engaging with reality differently. Look at you. Absolutely. Like, freedom to engage with reality. Like, when you are living in your mind and you think about these high-profile things and you think about the, mm -hmm. all the studies that have already been done and you can mm -hmm. contribute to them. But what can INMA contribute to science, mm -hmm. like as an individual? Mm -hmm. And that you, you can change the field. Mm -hmm. I had goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> Thus you. the master. The master is available to all people and doesn't mm -hmm. reject anyone. So many mm -hmm. systems, like the institutions, mm -hmm. they want to put themselves in front and so in doing that, they reject people. Mm. And that was also really touching because I've been working in, oh, I was working in Kenyan prisons for five years. Oh. And then one of the things that happened there is that um, it was a mindfulness revolution, but the prisoners themselves led the revolution. So then it was, they became the masters. I wanted them to be my teachers. Yes. So, and they changed the prisons from inside. It is so, like, that's the only place, like, if you trust the system to change the prison, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. yeah. Individuals have to step up and, and do their job. And that's what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is ready, the master is ready to use all situations and doesn't mm. waste anything. This mm. is called embodying the light. And that's exactly what you were talking about with the prison. Mm. Like, mm. what sort of a... Like, if you're in prison, you could mm. easily give up. Mm. Mm. But if you use that situation, you can grow. Yeah. And it's interesting because the, one of the things that we were doing in the largest maximum security prison of Kenya is the first time I was there, we were burning papers inside a table upside down. Because that's what if that's what it was kind of coming to me that was needed. Yes. So it's like utilizing what, what was, what is there, and so yeah, it's so powerful. Thank you. And you and and, and you did that as you and you have that artist yeah. soul. So it's like, as yeah. a good artist, you let your intuition. What is needed? Yeah, this yeah. is what's needed right now. Yeah. Now, go mm -hmm. on. No, and I was going to say that I, I've been uh, kind of learning 
kind of shamanic practitioner things mm-hmm. for a while now. So that was also something that that really helps utilize everything we have. Yeah. Because we can see from, yeah, we can see the holistic picture and balance and, and integrity and all those things. So, yeah. And we can see how we connect to it all. And then yes. we can contribute because we, although we want to think about our lives as being individualistic, especially here in the United States, we personally have a purpose. We are actually, mm. we are actually being driven by the whole of consciousness, the consciousness that connects all of us. And when we put ourselves second to fear and to scarcity and to imprisonment within our own lives, we cannot contribute to the extent that we were, um, we were born to contribute. So I'm going to read this last section, which is what is a good man, but a bad man's teacher. What is a bad man, but a good man's job. Now that to me speaks clearly about the individual. There is a good part of us and a bad part of us. And those are judgments that we carry. And Inma, you're on mute. I don't know if you noticed that. You're probably on a call or something might have come in. So I'm going to continue. But, and that's the secret, right? That's the great secret as it comes in the end. If you don't understand this, you will get lost, however intelligent you are. It is the great secret. That, that's such a, it's, it's such a crazy line, right? This, what is a good man, but a bad man's teacher, you know, but, but that's the whole of it. That is, that is the whole of uh, what we I are experiencing. Yeah. I don't know what happened suddenly, um, like the talk was out. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, I'm glad you're back. It went mute yeah. for you for a second. Yeah. And and uh, I'm, I want to read this last section. I thought maybe you had a call or something. Um, I know. Is, I, yeah. Yeah, I'll just read it. And then and yes. whatever happened, happened, you're back. And I'm glad okay. you're here. <laughs> what is a good man but a bad man's teacher? What is a bad man but a good man's job? If you don't understand this, you will get lost, however intelligent you are. It is the great secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How do you when- take that? Uh, when you were reading it, it um, the first time I was getting lost in the words and then I was out. And now when I listen to it again, it's like the hidden purpose of things that we don't understand, which is yes. not to trust. We, we trust and then, and then things become clear. So now there is, a, there is a clarity inside me to these words that I didn't have before. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, you know, like, like within us, is that good but in order to have that within us there is also that bad yeah and we communicate that to ourselves throughout our lives right like and we want to teach the bad part of us and and and, you know i don't like the words good and bad you know they're too general but but it's about communication Mm. it's about teaching and it's mm. about learning. Mm. Right? And, yeah. and, and without one, you don't have the other. And, and we step up into this to 
Not, you know, so much of the Tao talks about not having anything to teach, <laughs> but being present so one can learn. I love that. That's so powerful. Oh, this was such, yeah. you know, when we talk about things like, you know, like this, like this, this, what is the good man and what is the bad man inside of us or, or even, even in our community, right? Because yeah. our community has that as well. And, and it's not that it's our job to change them, no. but it is our job to recognize them. There was a, do you know Jack, uh, Jack Confield? Have you heard of him? Mm, I don't think so. So there was a, he, he wrote a book called the, the Path of Heart. And in that mm -hmm. book, he was talking about, we don't need to change the world. We need to change the love we feel for what is in the world. And for the first couple of years, I so resisted that because he was like, what do you mean? There are so many wrong things in the world. What do you mean? Yes. And it was only when I managed to surrender and to drop there that then the work in the prisons came. And then I fully understood I don't need to change any of the men there. Oh, Inma, you just ended. Um, you're right, though. You are absolutely right. You do not need to change. We do not need to change the world. You know, there is a verse in the Tao, and maybe the next person will come up with that number, but there is a verse in the Tao that says, do you think you can make the world a better place? Like, how foolish. You know, like, like you can make your world better by loving yourself deeper and trusting yourself deeper. And as you do that, as you step into you, the world will change and it's going to start with you and it's going to start with your life. Because we have to remember that what we perceive is the world that we created, right? Like we created this experience. This experience is being had by nobody else. And so when you focus on things that bring you down and when you focus on things that hold, that hold power over you, what are you allowing to hold power over you? And that's such a beautiful thing. And Inma, I want to thank you for bringing that up. Um, definitely connect with me on Instagram or wherever I can find you. I'm going to, I'll follow back with you. And, and I would love to see some of your abstract work and, and just connect as peers. Um, and, you know, you're Spanish. So that, that, that brings it all, that brings it all together a little bit better. <laughs> like, I'm not going to, not going to let that slip through my fingers. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I, I, I would love if anybody is out there and wants to, wants to walk through a, a, a Tao today with me, like the Tao, like as soon as Inma and I started talking, we talked about traveling and moving and being in the world and she picked number 27 and 27 is this, is this space of, and a good traveler has no fixed plans and is not intent upon arriving. And then at the end, he says, a good man, so that we have a good traveler, a good artist, a good scientist. A bad traveler has fixed plans and is intent upon arriving. If we were just to invert the words, what is a good man but a bad man's teacher? A good man is going to try to teach the person who has fixed plans to be a better traveler. And how are they going to do that? 
They might do that by having them sit on the tarmac for six hours. So the destination actually changes. Instead of being intent upon arriving where you're going, you're going to arrive in a room somewhere that you didn't expect to arrive in. A good traveler has no fixed plans and is not intent upon arriving. That's beautiful, right? And what is a good man but a bad man's teacher? And so when we get caught up in being intent upon arriving, something is going to happen in our experience because that's the good man in us. The good man is not intent upon arriving. So the good man brings something about like a flat tire. So brings something about like a blown windshield wiper. <laughs> you know, like, like all of these things. You know, a good artist lets his intuition lead him wherever it wants. So in comparison, a bad artist doesn't allow his intuition to lead. He forces it. And what was I talking about with Inma earlier, other than we, we, we had mentioned that an abstract artist who trusts their intuition to lead them learns how to use paint in a way that is more imaginative than someone who only paints landscapes or only paints portraits. And so, or, you know, something that you still lifes, let's say. When someone that only paints still lifes steps to a canvas, they have their tricks, they have their ideas, they have their concepts under which they paint. An abstract artist has relieved themselves of those. And when we talk about this as, well, what does a bad artist do? Or, or you know, bad, I don't, again, I don't like using that term, but um, what does a bad artist do, but, but forces it. But when you allow the paint to flow, you see things that you wouldn't see otherwise. A good scientist has freed himself of concepts and keeps his mind open to what is. Thusly, a bad, art, a bad scientist is closed off to new concepts. This is the problem that I talk about all the time regarding the recovery community because so much of the recovery community is run. 80% of the recovery community in the United States is run with this disease model that is abstinence only and is causing harm left and right to everybody that, and not everybody, large portions of the population that enter it because they haven't freed themselves of the concepts that came 80 years ago into being the new world as we understand it and following the research as we understand it today. This is the, this is the difference. This is what we, we're talking about when we say a good man. What is a good man but a bad man's teacher? It is that within you that is a good artist. That is that within you that is a good traveler, a good scientist, a good human being. That way the master is available to all people and doesn't reject anyone. If you can be open, like how many things do you reject in your life today? How many things are you rejecting day to day? And, and how many of those things that you reject end up like turning on their head and you, and you, you, you like, like if you're a, if you're, if you're not a good traveler and you're just intent upon arriving everywhere. How many times do you have to get a monkey wrench thrown in the works before you realize that if you just sat there, you would learn so much more? 
this is such a beautiful verse. Inma, I want to thank you for picking it out. Um, um, really, I think like you, you had a you had a wonderful connection to our conversation, and it, and and like you said, the number that is in my heart, right? The number that is calling to me. I don't know how you said it, but it was beautiful and it was poetic and gorgeous. Um, so I would love if anybody else is on and would like to uh, would like to pick a number between one and eighty one, and we can go through your Tao for the day, and then we can make we can just bring magic. But just continue tapping into the magic of the Tao Te Ching and tapping into the magic of you and your um, your connection to to this ancient text and to me and to each and every one of us listening. I get so excited about the Tao. The Tao, the Tao has brought me so much joy, and the brown the the Tao has um has freed me from a lot of concepts that I used to carry, especially when I was an addict an active when especially when i was in active addiction let's put it that way um because uh we you know and i'm probably in active addiction still it's not it's not controlling my life the way it did but but addiction is so easy to fall into things feel good and if it feels good i can lean into it pretty easily <laughs> so if anybody wants to come on um if not i'm gonna pick a number and i'm gonna walk through another one with you guys uh 27 wow what a great what a great um what a great verse, what a great stanza, what a great chapter. I don't, I never know what to call these. I should just pick it. Um, maybe I'm, I'm going to call them something really strange, like cube. We're going to look at cube 15. <laughs> like, like what's behind the box, Vena? You know what? I said 15 randomly. So that's what I'm going to go ahead and read for you guys. And, and if you're listening and you're up for it, like you and I are connected to 15. The ancient master masters. There's my, there's my Midwest for you. The ancient masters were profound and subtle. <laughs> should I do this with that accent? Like, that should be fun. But I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it's, it's like, I'm going to have to go to Minnesota if I keep that up. Um, the ancient masters were profound and subtle. Their wisdom was unfathomable. There is no way to describe it. All we can describe is their appearance. They were careful as someone crossing an iced over stream, alert as a warrior in the enemy territory, curious, courteous as a guest, fluid as melting ice, shapeable as a block of wood, receivable, receptive as the valley, clear as a glass of water. Do you have the patience to wait till your mud settles and the water is clear? I want to repeat that for each and every one of you listening. Do you have the patience to wait till your mud settles and the water is clear? Can you remain unmoving till the right action arises by itself? The master doesn't seek fulfillment, not seeking, not expecting. She is present and can welcome all things. All right, I'm going to go through this. Nobody's chiming in to come on, and I'm kind of grateful for that because this one is really touching me, and I'm really glad that we're reading it. The ancient masters were profound and subtle. Subtlety is something that I really embrace. Uh, subtlety, quiet, energy, right? Like feeling that energy surge, feeling that warmth within us. The subtlety of yes and no. The subtlety 
of speaking to your heart and your gut, the subtlety of just love. Subtle is like, there's a, there's a subtlety about living. You know, there's a, a lot of people aren't, as, as young people aren't getting as interested in being out in nature as much because they can watch shows and get to see moose and get to see deer and get to see penguins having babies. But if you go out in the nature, you don't see any of that. And, but it's in the subtlety of understanding that it's there and feeling it. The masters were profound and subtle. Their wisdom was unfathomable. There is no way of describing it. All we can do, all we can describe is their appearance. Their appearance turns into, and if you've been following me, you know I talk about the manifestation, right? The stuff that we can see, the stuff that we engage in. The wisdom is unfathomable. There is no way to describe it. All we can describe is their appearance. All we can describe is what Jesus did. All we can describe is what the ancients did, what the masters did, what uh, Siddhartha did. But the wisdom that was held there is unfathomable. There's no way of describing it. So, you know, I tell people all the time, look, I was talking to a preacher dude like not long ago and he, he was talking about God. And I said, I said, look, I don't care how big your book is. If you can describe it, that's not it. If you have words for it, that is not it. It is so much more than that. You are more than that. There is no book big enough to express you. There aren't words enough to express you. They were careful as someone crossing over an, crossing an iced over stream. Now, this is important because it's not a lake. It's a stream. Streams have running water under it. Running water doesn't freeze very easily. When it's real cold, it does. That means that walking over a stream in which there is running water underneath, it will, it will more readily crack. So as you're crossing it over, you're very careful. You're listening. And that's, that's an important part of this, right? Listening. Listening to who you are. Listening to what you're doing. Listening to, to what every action takes, right? Like if you take an action and you hear... You better remember what action took that. You better remember what action caused that reaction by that which you are engaging. That happens in our lives all the time. And many times we just speed ahead. We say, nope, I'm not going to pay attention to that and move forward. In our world today, when we hear, the first thing we do is look on Instagram. Well, that's what I do, right? We, we pick up a pacifier. That's not being careful. That's not being cognizant of the reactions that are happening around us. Alert as a warrior in enemy territory. At any moment, you can be found out. Cautious as, or courteous as a guest. 
there is something that happens to us when we become a guest. Imagine if you were a guest in your life instead of being the owner. How would that change the way you look at living? How would that change the way you look at traveling through? What if you were a guest in your body instead of it just being, I'm going to eat what I want, right? <laughs> like, what if this was someone else's body and you, your soul, your consciousness was a guest here? Would you treat it a little differently? I know I, I act differently when I am a guest versus when I am at home. But imagine if even in your home you were a guest. Would you pick up after yourself easier? Would that become easier if you thought of yourself as a guest? This is what's unfathomable. We get lost in the manifestation, but the reality is, is our consciousness is embodying this body. And this body is here for a select amount of time. What are we going to do with that body? Fluid as melting ice. You know, melting ice is a really beautiful thing to watch. I don't know if you've ever gotten to see that. It's a, you know, like, it's a, it's a film montage, you know, like those sorts of things. As soon as it starts to melt, it creates little streams within the ice. Me having grown up in the city, I, the first time I saw that, I saw like water flowing off of ice. I was, I was dumbfounded at this experience because as it melts, it melts more and flows faster. And when you can be in that fluid state, you will pick up speed and you will fall into those crevices and you will help deepen, deepen those grooves so that you can bring more and you can just have more energy and more power at every turn. Shapeable as a block of wood, receptive as a valley. You know, that receptive as a valley is beautiful because that's, that's another downhill reference. If you're just coming on, this is the Tao of the day. We're talking, uh, we're currently talking about chapter 15 of the Tao. If you have a number, I would love for you to join me and we can talk about your Tao of the day. I love the Tao Te Ching. It brings so much clarity to, um, to what we're experiencing in our lives. So receptive as a valley, a valley is lower, right? Though I walk through the valley of darkness, I fear no evil. <laughs> like, right? Like, I have to say that to remind myself that a valley does go down. But it's receptive. That's, 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 where, that's where the fog settles. And it just kind of slides down the sides and into the, into the basin of the valley. Clear as a glass of water. They were careful and clear as a glass of water. The ancient masters... They, 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 didn't, they didn't get caught in the manifestation, right? If you, have, if you have juice, you can't see through it. You can't see the hole. You're only seeing the juice. But a glass of water, you can see through it. You can see to the bottom. You can see the depths and what's on the other side. Now, the, this is this, these next lines. This is for you, for each one of you, right? Do you have the patience to wait until your mud settles and the water clears? I was telling someone the other day, it was just like trusting that quiet, that silence, trusting that like, I know it's going to come. I know I'm being communicated with right now because I am being quiet 
and I am waiting for that mud to settle. What is the mud? The mud is all of the chatter, the chatter that's trying to protect me from myself, protect me from my fear, protect me from all that I am, you know, trying to embrace. And it means nothing. It's not, it's not guiding me anywhere. I, I go through social media. I go through the world. I, I look at things and everyone's trying to raise up that fear in us, raise up that, that anxiety, raise up all of that frustration. Why? Because if your mud, if your water is muddy, you will venture forward with abandon because you don't have the slightest idea where you are. And the market is always wanting you to be in the dark because if you're in the dark then you're susceptible to purchasing you're susceptible to engaging in the market but can you be patient do you have the patience to wait until your mud settles and the water is clear do you i know that's a practice i put i put into the world every day i just just sit here. There are times when I find myself pacifying on my computer, on social media, and with all sorts of things. And there's a time when it is too much. And I say, okay, sit. And I want you to sit right here until you know what to do. Because when you know what to do, that's truth. Now, if what you know to do is go back on your computer, well, then maybe not, right? Like, but, but sit there. Sit there until it's time. Sit there until you're ready. Sit there until you know the answer. Can you remain unmoving until the right action arises by itself? There have been times when, you know, I'll, I'll sit into a meditate. And what'll happen is, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, let's say I'll meditate 45 minutes or whatever. I, and I won't have set a timer. But at some point I will get up and sit down at my computer without even really realizing that I've come out of my meditation. Not that, not because my meditations are easy. My meditation is just like sit, just sit there. Just sit there and shut up. Just, just sit there, right? Sometimes they go into deep meditation. Sometimes they just, they're surface and I'm just sitting there. And then there are times when I then get up, sit down at my computer and start doing something. And in that doing, I find the answer. I don't even know necessarily what draws me to it. I might go on my computer and then all of a sudden find someone I want to reach out to for my podcast. Find a book that I want to, that I want to get and read. Find a person that I'm going to connect with. But that's what we can do, right? We can just sit there, not trying to fill the space, but trying to just wait until the right action arises. Now, this is the final this is the final lines of the Tao, and this wraps it up very nicely. The master doesn't seek fulfillment. That's such an important aspect, especially today, because everyone's talking about, are you fulfilled? Are you fulfilled? Not seeking, not expecting, she is present and can welcome all things. Can you welcome all things? Can you welcome the hurt? in the world? Can you welcome the pain? Can you welcome your potential, your potential for good and your potential for bad? Can you sit there and wait until the action arises for you? And that's a big deal. 
Heck, you know, that's a little, that's a little something there. You know, like that's, that's talking about some stuff. And I think it's pretty important. And I would love if, uh, if any one of you want me to, you know, stop on and give me a number. Otherwise, I think going through 15 and 27 were really productive. And I think it was good uh, for us to, to go through that. If you have a number, I would love to hear it. I'm going to be trying to do these around the same time every day, uh, around 8 o'clock central. Uh, you know, a little before, a little after. I might be late one day. I might be early, you know, like follow me and you'll be able to find uh, find out when I'm doing them. Uh, the Tao of the day, it's a magical, it's, it's, it's magic. You will experience growth. You will see yourself in the Tao and you will be able to offer that to others as well. So I'm going to wait a couple more moments. So my name is Martin John. And I, uh, I do work with individuals um, and I host the Recover Yourself podcast. So much of what I talk about revolves around the idea of what is it we're recovering to, not recovering from. Recovering from is an important role uh, if you are growing in the recovery world. You have to not live under the influence of other people, places, things, ideas, drugs, you know, substance, uh, all sorts of things. We all live under the influence of a number of things, right? Like if I were to ask you, like, is it, you know, like, is it, is it wrong to murder? Most of you would say, yes. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a concept, right? Like, I, I, I mean, although I don't want to murder and I don't want people to murder, it's not wrong inherently. We do it all the time, you know? And a lot of people are like, well, you know, maybe murder has only thing is only to do with people, but no, we murder animals. I eat animals, and that's murder, and I accept that. Right? To be able to accept that, to be able to grow into that, that is that is what we mean by you know like recovering to like really looking at yourself, really kind of growing into into the depth of who you are, rather than getting caught up in that manifestation. And that's recovering too. Recovering too is for each and every one of you. It's not something that that is uh, carved away for 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 those people. Right? However, we want to look at that. The more you recover yourself, the more you're going to embody the Tao, because the Tao isn't about making the world a better place. It's about making your world. It's about making your world from a place that you are. You individually, you as um, both the, the consciousness of all things and yourself. And I, and I cherish that within you. And I want you and each and every person on this planet to be able to embrace who they are completely, without judgment, without fear. And the Tao teaches that. You don't need to talk to me and just get the Tao. I also talk about the Tao. So, you know, either way, <laughs> um, I would love. Um, so I'll be back tomorrow around 8 o'clock central, uh, sometime around there. Uh, like I said, follow me and you will, uh, you'll get a notification uh, when I'm here. I'll, um, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Uh, once again, I'm Martin John. I'm the recovery mentor. And I'm glad to be mentoring you on the Tao and all the things I do. This is a Recover Yourself production, and until next time, keep recovering yourself.